by the way. So we're just beginning now. Okay, great. So go through the routine pursuant to Governor Baker's March 12, 2020 order, suspending certain provisions of the open, open meeting law and the governor's March 15, 2020 order imposing strict limitation on the number of people that may gather in one place. This meeting of the Medford Human Rights Commission will be conducted via remote participation to the greatest extent possible. Specific information and the general guidelines for remote participation by members of the public and or parties with a right and or requirement to attend this meeting can be found on the City of Medford website at medfordma.org. For this meeting, members of the public who wish to listen or watch the meeting may do so by accessing the meeting link contained herein. No in-person attendance of members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately access the proceedings in real time via technological means. In the event that we're unable to do so despite best efforts, we'll post on the city of Medford or media community media website, an audio or video recording, transcript or other comprehensive record of proceeding as soon as possible after the meeting. Uh, thank you and welcome everybody. Um, we will, I think, uh, uh, start the meeting with just a brief uh, introductions uh, by everyone here, and we'll see uh, if we, if more people show up, whether we'll have, uh, we'll review the minutes. Otherwise, I think we'll hold off onto them. Uh, let's see, who would like to start? Neil, why don't you? Since <laughs> sure. Um, I am Neil Osborne, Director of Diversity and, uh, and Human Resource for the, Resources for the City of Medford. I always mention that I do not have a voting role on the commission. My role is the facilitator to help the commission do its work. Longtime Medford resident. Um, let's see, what else can I add in here as a filler? A former director, no, former president of the local branch of the Mystic Valley branch of the NAACP. I think that's how I rolled into this role for the city and ended up becoming diversity director and now rolling into this new role, taking on human resources. All right, how about, how's that for an intro? That's pretty good. <laughs> Shelly, you wanna go next? <laughs> Uh, sure. Hi, I'm Shelly. I'm a longtime Medford resident, new HRC commissioner. This is Jaden. Um, <laughs> um, I'm new board member at WMCC, co-founder of the Color Coalition, and um, interested in equity work. So here I am. Great. And Natasha, how about you? <laughs> um, Sure. I'm Natasha Lerner. I joined the HRC in around March of last year, and I have been a resident of Medford for three and a half years or so. Um, and I work in public health in my day life. I'm the program director of family planning at Boston Medical Center. Great. Uh, Curtis, you want to go next? You can unmute yourself. Sure. Thanks, Munir. Uh, nice to see everyone. Happy New Year. Um, Curtis Tudin, he, him pronouns. I uh, live on Early Ave in Medford, not a member of the Human Rights Commission, but glad to be here. So um, 
yeah, thanks all. Maybe I'll talk later, but nice to see you. Great to see you, Curtis. Steve? I'm Steve Schnapp, uh, retired. I live in Medford Square. I volunteer uh, taking notes with uh, the Human Rights Commission. And uh, I'm a longtime uh, community organizer uh, and activist. Thank you. And I'm Munir Germanus. I guess I've been living in Medford for a very long time. Uh, uh, over, over 35 years. Uh, but that doesn't mean anything. Uh, and uh, I've been with the Human Rights Commission for the past, I think, uh, three years plus. And uh, I'm a member of a few other groups, some in Medford, uh, some outside Medford, like Mass Peace Action uh, and others. So uh, again, welcome everybody. And uh, we will just proceed with our agenda. And uh, let's see. The first item after introduction will be the subcommittee on the MLK uh, Junior event. So, uh, Shelly, would you fill us in, please? On how sure. Um, so last night, and Neil will jump in if I'm saying anything that's weird or wrong. Um, last night we met with the committee um, and Kelly sort of sent out this great, like all hands on deck email, I need you now. Um, so lots of people showed up and we broke out into breakout rooms. Um, so Neil and I are um, tag teaming maybe a lot of the kind of day of Zoom based content um, and Kelly and some of the sort of interfaith clergy folks and other community members are working on um, the history hunt. Um, I have not put my mind to the history hunt whatsoever. And so now with Kelly not feeling well. I'm not totally sure how that's going to go. Um, I hope that she's got team members that can um, move that agenda along. Um, as far as the um, webinar, um, we spent a long time working on the panel today. Um, we'll have some great folks. We'll have the superintendent, Neil will be there, um, Kyara Singleton, Sandy Osil, um, a couple of the kids from CCSR, um, David Harris will give a discussion of sort of racialized capitalism. We'll be screening We Cried Power 2020 as well as, well as Poor People's Campaign 1968. And he'll be able to speak to what mm -hmm. is different and what's really not different. And I imagine that there'll be at least you know, a minute or two to comment on last Wednesday and whatever happens between now, between now and Monday at one. Um, um, Terry Carter is organizing some poetry to share with folks now. Oh, actually, that, that's a good point. We needed to talk about Terry and the motion for payment. Yes. Um, uh, so, so, so let me tee that up for, uh, for you, Shelley. So um, we are still trying to put all the pieces together for this event. Um, the city is going to host the webinar and I have the license, I've actually created the link for the webinar, which will allow 500 people in. Uh, one of our concerns was, was, what if we have well over 500? 
And the solution that we came up with was we're going to push as many people to the Facebook page to watch it as opposed to trying to have everyone register and log in and be attendees where you just get to watch it, but it's hard to interact. Um, face live streaming the event through Facebook gives a little bit of interactivity on the Facebook side, um, but we're still trying to make sure those logistics work. Um, I have to send out a specific email to panelists or anyone who will actually be presenting. Um, that could be done. That's easy enough. Um, uh, I was also concerned about how well we can get word out to the broader community about our weekend activities. I know one of the, the things that we are hoping people will do is actually review that 46, 47 minute documentary, We Cried Power. Uh, so one of the emails I think I just recently sent to everyone was to test out that link. And I may actually be trying to send that out or push that out tonight or tomorrow. Cause I think some people are anxious that they don't have enough information about Monday. I, I think we have a, a large set or group of people who are prepared and are ready to participate. And between now and Friday, um, I need to, we need to flood the social media space, whether it's direct emails or whatever we need to do so that um, people start to get, start to understand something is happening and then plan to participate. So we're still trying to work out those logistics. Mm -hmm. um, one of the presenters, Terry Carter, um, who presented last year, has asked for an honorarium. Um, he usually gets paid $150 to $250 per uh, speaking engagement. Uh, I've asked Shelley to present a motion to the Human Rights Commission. If you are inclined to do that, I would spend some of your limited available funds and the city would pay it. We just have to set them up for a vendor but I need the commission to say that's the step that they want to do. And then I will put it in motion. Yeah. And in, mean, in the meantime, I had emailed Terry to say that we would, we would, you know, present this motion and then I would get back to him depending on how the commissioners. Okay. Well, I guess we can't really vote on it, but I guess we can just for the time being express our whatever agreement that uh, this is fine with the members who are present. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to suggest that the motion be presented so it's in our uh, minutes and it sort of gets tabled until we do have a quorum. So if he doesn't get a check until sometime late in February, I will just double check with him. That's OK. He needs to understand that something is coming and we just have to work through the formality of it. OK, would somebody make that motion then? I can make the motion. I can second very good. So we won't vote on it. We'll uh, table it as Neil suggested. And the motion, I guess, simply says that we will pay uh, the honorarium. Uh, what was it? Uh, or at least ask the city to pay the honorarium. Uh, um, 250? Whatever you... Whatever think. the going rate is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 250. I, um, 
there is $250 is available out of budget money that I would designate for the uh, Human Rights Commission. So it is. And is he the only one who will receive an honorarium? Um, he is the only one I've heard ask. So he's the only person that's asked. Okay. Um, for equity reasons, though, if there are other people doing the same job, should we be offering it to them? Because sometimes people don't know to advocate for their payment. Here's the real challenge, because here's where the rubber meets the road, because there are such limited available funds. The funds that I have available are for all the different um, organizations and entities that uh, I interact with. So I am cautious about how I allow it out, but a $250 expense for such an important event for someone who is asking, that's easy. Now we have to have that further discussion like, okay, if the second person asks, do we have to cut down on what we can give Terry in order so that someone can get some piece of the So how many people are there for the event? Um, There's that is, yeah. Many. Um, yeah, so there'll be a lot of people presenting. So we have the panelists. Crystal. One, two, three. The mayor, myself, uh, Dr. Edward Vincent, uh, Sandy. Um, okay, let me re-ask the question. How many people are presenting who are not speaking within a job capacity that they receive income for. So you obviously are paid by the city. Perhaps there's someone who's a full-time staff member of the NAACP. Like who are we talking about who does not somehow have the support of an organization to be at this event? So that's, that's the same way that I'm thinking about it, Natasha. I think that Terry is the only participant who will be, who is not tethered to any organization to be here for us. And in addition, he's the only person who will sort of have created product and or material to come in and share with folks who attend. And so okay. in like a small way of legitimizing this choice. Yeah. I mean, if they're, if Terry is doing work and is not backed by an organization to do that work, and is also the only one and we have budget, then I think that makes sense. He also sort of already put in writing, like, please onboard me as Terry Carter, the person and not Terry Carter, the director of the WMCC, I'm sort of senior housing. And so he, you know, he made that distinction. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so will like uh, the Metro transcript, the Metro patch be receiving also some notice to ask them to advertise it? Um, I'd like to say yes, but then I'm thinking about the mechanics of it. Jackie Peaks um, is also trying to push out as much information from the city side as much as I can give it to her before tonight. So there is a global push and I can, time permitting, see if we can't get something to those entities too. And what about those emails I get from the city that tell me like, this is when we're collecting Christmas trees. This is when we're having a city council meeting. Like how do we get on that listserv? Cause that seems like it goes to a lot of people. Um, I guess that would be Jackie Peaks whose job really is a director of communications. So um, I, will, I will mention if that's a possibility where that could be pushed out by email too. Mm -hmm. Even just like one email for the whole week of events. Like, you don't have to send one for each, just one for like, here's how Medford is celebrating MLK Day. 
Um, both the transcript and the patch have Facebook groups. It might be a real easy share off the HRC page as opposed to trying to get in touch with a person at both organizations. Yeah, I mean, you know, they also have these uh, phone calls that, that I receive as well. Uh, Very common. With these announcements. So, uh, so that would be good if, if they're able to do that. What about like a teacher's association for Medford Public Schools? Maybe they could tell their students about these events? So the superintendent discussed sort of pushing out a major MPS blast Friday morning. And then I just asked the CCSR students to do the same sort of student-wide. Um, and I was also in communication. The school has a communications person uh, she's emailed me several times. So I'm making sure that she has it. So the school will push something out. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, we, yeah. No, go ahead. Natalia. And then, you know, we had that um, racial justice kind of talking circles this past summer. And I believe people registered to attend that. Do we have that list that we could be like, here's, you know, 500 community members who are interested in this topic they gave their contact information willingly to the HRC. Is that, I think that would be in your Zoom account, Neil. Is that a group that we could write an email to? Um, again, I'm gonna sort of rely on Jackie Peaks, the communications person, because I think she may have organized that okay. webinar, but I will, I will sort of mention those areas to her just to make sure that we don't miss anybody. Uh, welcome, Judy. I hope you can hear us. I'm here. I'm sorry. I apologize. I had an errand and it, to pick up a prescription and it just took forever. Sorry. Well, I'm glad you're with us. Uh, we're just uh, going ahead. We're, we're, we've been just uh, discussing the MLK event. So you haven't missed a whole lot. Uh, and uh, Okay, uh, so so uh, so uh, so Neil, did you say you already started sending out some uh, information about it? No, so I just I just sent a test one to all the commissioners just before this meeting, just to oh, test okay. it out. But probably I'll be trying to do something tonight before I head home. I registered for that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know in previous years. Uh, <laughs> under non-COVID conditions, we had uh, a lot of help from from uh, high school students. And uh, we had essays also written by, you know, one year. Other towns have done similar things, but we'll live with this. That's great anyway. That's a lot of work. And thank you guys for, for, for all your hard work on this. Um, thank you. And so let's see. Uh, the next item on our agenda is catch up with the uh, needs assessment assessment uh, status. I guess that's that's you also, Jelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so full disclosure, I've been like super MLK focused, so I really I have not looked at the needs assessment doc in weeks. Uh, you know, in full honesty, but Natasha did get a chance to look over, and she's left some wonderful questions and really centering um, a discussion of what we want out of the needs assessment, if I'm saying this correctly, Natasha. Um, so maybe the first yeah. step is to kind of revisit and, and um, like move on from like doing the needs assessment conversation, but what do we want out of it? Yeah, I think the week 
before last, I went in and did some comments and I think probably just having a call between the two of us is the way forward, but between MLK and the eviction uh, memo, we just didn't do anything last week. So um, we will come back to that post MLK. <laughs> I think the three of us, we also were a little, we're, we're, we jumped on some of the, the holiday commentary that we had talked about. Yes, we also did start that letter, which I think would be great um, about um, holiday decorations in Medford and that, you know, it's great to celebrate holidays and give people cheer, but we need to make sure that all holidays are represented, not just even the few most common ones. And um, uh, I believe it was you, Shelley, who started a draft and again, MLK and eviction uh, got in the way, but maybe we can bring that letter to, if not the next meeting, maybe the next meeting or the one after, because it seems like um, fairly low hanging fruit. And the quicker we start that discussion with people at city hall, the better so that we don't get to the situation we were in, which is that the decorations are already up. So. Totally. Yeah. I had actually found a great article that discusses, um, um, holiday decorating for public spaces and what that means for community engagement. And I, you know, I was reading it and moving from there. So I think in prep for the next meeting is not unreasonable. Mm-hmm. One day at four, I'm untethered from MLK. So <laughs> that'll work. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Thank you. Uh, let's see. So just moving on with our agenda. Uh, uh, we have next the police reform legislation, uh, impact on MPD policies. Uh, well, um, let's see. Uh, clearly, uh, Jack is not with us. Uh, he might show up, but I don't know. So we can't get his input. But we had a helpful discussion in the... Uh, uh, the mass HRC group, and uh, and there was a link to uh, that uh, I yeah, I can probably send it uh, to people to link a link to what uh, what all that legislation what all the critical points in it were, which I think was uh, very well done. So it's very informative. Now, one thing I I did see, and uh, uh, at, at least it came up in that discussion, is that uh, Boston uh, withdrew from the civil service process. Now, this was something that we have been discussing. And apparently now with the new legislation, uh, that's possible for all municipalities uh, the community can vote to do this. I'm not quite clear on uh, who it is that votes, whether it's the entire community or whether uh, it is, uh, say, the city council. Uh, do, you, do you have anything on that? Did you get anything further on that, uh, Neil? Um, Minir, I apologize. I was only half listening because I was trying to type into the chat Belmont Against Racism's uh, link to invite folks where State Senator Bromberger will be summarizing. And so so I'm hoping to share, at least make that open to our commissioners. I've sent the link to get to join that. I think 
if you want to get that larger summary, uh, people have to individually request it from Belmont Against Racism. Uh, uh, I um, did you did you say you you sent the link or not? No, I was typing. That's why I wasn't. I was only got half of what you were saying. I was trying to type that. Oh, in. okay, okay. Uh, no, yeah, uh, yeah. I also have the link. So if you have it and you're sending it out, that's great. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I was just commenting about one of one of the items that uh, uh, that came up uh, in that discussion, and that was uh, the item about uh, the uh, the civil service process, I guess, for uh, for uh, uh, whatever applying for police departments, and yeah. and people have been discussing that in in, in the whole you know in various venues. And apparently now, with the new legislation, it is possible. But I'm, so again, I said the the statement was that the community can vote uh, to to do this, to withdraw from the civil service process. Yes. Yeah, so so I, I can I can briefly talk about that. So the legislative body would have to vote that they wanted to do it, and then we have to uh, get a home rule. Home Rule petition agreed to at the State House. Uh, there had been some discussion with that communities would band together and have a more blanket response in getting the State House to address it. Uh, so it's possible that this new legislation has made it easier for cities and towns to uh, not be held. Uh, down in a way by civil service because it clearly is a barrier to having more diverse uh, police officers and firefighters. Uh, and I think that's a worthy conversation for the Human Rights Commission to uh, have and take a position on. Um, and Medford isn't the only community that is considering it. I've been in multiple discussions with city leaders from cities and towns, and I've tried to uh, work with, or at least say, the city of Medford and my role in it would work towards making civil service not a barrier for candidates of color for our police and fire department. So there are some things in the works. Uh, maybe going to have to take some people to uh, work through the weeds a little bit, uh, find out what's available for us to do come back, have a more robust discussion here. So then again, you as commissioners can drive that conversation uh, to our elected officials to say, this is where we are, this is where we want to go. And by the way, look at the other communities around us. This is where they're at. So I think that's a worthwhile uh, project. Can I ask if there are these documented issues with the civil service exam and prohibiting having fire and police represent their community. Is there any discussion to reform the examiner process at a state level or is the only option for localities to opt out? I guess it's the, the exam is only one piece of it. It is the civil service process was, uh, was designed to help veterans, designed to make sure if you're uh, parent was a police officer that got hurt in the line of duty that you'd get a certain uh, bump in your points. Uh, so that the whole system is the problem. And 
um, finding a way to move away from that. There's sort of that historical, like, oh, we're sort of used to it, but it's sort of led to police forces that are pretty much white from one end of Massachusetts to the other. So people know there's a problem and this might be the quickest, but huge hurdle that solves a lot of it right away. Okay, so so I guess uh, I guess there isn't a whole lot for us to take action on at this point, but uh, other than uh, trying to learn a little bit more about it, and then uh, then hopefully in the next whatever uh, meeting or two, we can have a more uh, whatever knowledgeable discussion about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would be interested if there are any like resources on like why it has had this problem, what efforts there would be to reform it, what does it look like if you opt out, how do you ensure like equal opportunity in that case and fair review. Um, if we're gonna, you know, debate this, it, it seems very worthwhile, but I would definitely need kind of like a briefing on the issue because I think I know I have a firefighter as a brother-in-law. That's all I know. <laughs> so, well, I mean, maybe I don't know. This. I, I mean, since Boston seems to have opted out, I'm just wondering if we know people in Boston who might tell us what process they went through and mm-hmm. how and through improve their options. I'll try to see if I. Yeah. know any uh, Boston residents who are, who are involved in this process or even what other local like I can't even tell you if my brother-in-law went through it or if his town opted out I have no idea so it would be helpful to know kind of where the landscape is in the state most cities and towns are still in it you're a rarity to have been opted out but I'm, I I guess I guess we, we didn't even have the option to opt out is that correct I mean I think With the new legislation, supposedly now we have the option? Um, we've always had the option, but it's all, it, it's a, it always gets tied up politically. Like, do you have the political will to request the option? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then also, are there like certain, like, do you lose out on certain state resources around training or funding or things like that? Like, are there any repercussions for not using it if you take yourself out of the state system? I, I, those questions do need to be um, answered before you take that that step. Okay, uh, I'm gonna try and find uh, the link on my computer uh, to uh, to the uh, you know to the because somebody had sent them out. And, And, and I'm going to put it on the chat. So this was put together by uh, Will Brownsberger. Uh, so why don't I send it now? Let me see. Uh, to see if we can. I'll, oh, boy. I'm getting a whole bunch of other things. Uh, copied along. We with. actually, I don't think. We... Say that again. I'm sorry. Okay, no, I'm sorry. Forget it. I had a thing. Can you? Oh, 
Munir, can you send it to our email instead of? Yeah, okay. Why don't I send it to the email rather than simply put it in the chat? Okay, I'm, I'm just having, uh, uh, having trouble just highlighting it right now. It's, it's including a whole bunch of other things. Uh, but it's, it's a very comprehensive review uh, but that uh, you have to, you know, get the, get the link on. I, 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 yeah, I'll send it out in an email. I think it's, it's, uh, it's better. And Steve, if you do know labor lawyers who could weigh in, that would be wonderful. Will do. Okay. Uh, so going then, going back to our agenda. Um, and let me see, the follow-up about the police department uh, from the public forum, um, what, what, what the points that I had, Frank, I had, I had sent a summary of these points to, to our chief uh, in anticipation of his attendance today, but I guess uh, he was not able to make it. Uh, so I think uh, we will, I will at least uh, keep that uh, on hold uh, because I think it will be a more meaningful discussion uh, if we have that while Jack is among us. Uh, so, uh, so I'm going to, uh, unless there are any other thoughts, I'm going to uh, skip that item for now and uh, go to the next item, which was our communications with the superintendent, uh, Dr. Edouard Vincent. And uh, I'll say that essentially, uh, Neil and I had a Zoom meeting with her and uh, we had, I had sent her a letter uh, uh, about, uh, you know, about, uh, the various uh, items that we wanted to uh, discuss with her and that, you know, those included, uh, you know, uh, acknowledging that the overt and covert racism exists and finding a way to communicate it to the various departments. The other, uh, the second point was uh, we wanted to start a discussion about the naming of Medford Parks uh, after white men and, and with a possible project uh, for high school students to study that and come up with suggestions or first a list. And the third one was uh, to address the lack of diversity in the Medford uh, uh, school staff. Okay, so we had a, uh, Neil and I had a long meeting uh, with the superintendent and basically I think what was ha what's happening what was clear is that she mostly uh, addressed I would say the first point um, in in that they said they were having uh, you know teacher uh, trainings and uh, and but she went into great detail about the challenges that the school system is meeting, is having uh, now in, you know, conducting school remotely and partially with half the students uh, in there uh, for one day and then other half the other day, and also some other issues with the rooms, 
ventilation and the high school and things like that. So there are a lot of challenges. I mean, I, I, I can't disagree with that in, in this atmosphere. And, uh, and I, I don't, I mean, I don't know how, uh, how they can meet those challenges and also at the same time start addressing the issues that were raised in that big forum. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, Neil, what do you think? What was uh, your uh, take on the, our meeting? Um, I'm glad that she wants to dialogue with the Human Rights Commission. Um, that is clear. Um, one of the things that I think you can do is create that partnership where you can uh, speak with her on some sort of regular basis and she can get the commission's support because theoretically she wants to achieve the same things, but she's still trying to manage the school system, manage through this pandemic. One of the things that I hoped would come out of this first conversation is a commitment to regular inter regularly interact. Now we know that there's been that racial um, equity task force uh, that was created and it looks like it may have just recently met for the first time, um, trying to have someone from that group come to us or invite us into their meetings to, to sort of build that partnership. We still actually haven't got the actual list of the members. I don't know if there was some sort of delay in waiting till everyone met first before that became more public. Um, but one of the, the points going forward that I, I believe the superintendent committed to was at least having one or two members from that task force attend our February meeting. Um, again, that's a way for us to continue that collaboration and allows us to um, share with them what we've heard from the community and sort of keep their feet to the fire that these are unresolved community issues and uh, you can work with them to uh, sort of keep that in the forefront of their minds as uh, they move forward, as well as put pressure on the superintendent to say, the community is looking at us and we're looking at you. So um, your choice is to make progress or um, yeah, there, there, there is no other choice but to make progress on those issues. Right, and uh, the, the, the other thing that we, we discussed with her, uh, we, we said that we would like to have uh, a, a forum uh, for her to participate in uh, to discuss uh, this issue, the legacies of racism in the public school, and how uh, you know how how we uh, they can or we can work to uh, towards a better uh, uh, teaching practice, and uh, so she said uh, she. She said she would be happy to participate probably uh, sometime in March, in March or yeah. March, right? And the hope is that we can then also include 
the chief of police and the mayor uh, to address uh, again this issue uh, of the legacies of racism in the police department and in the city as a whole. So we said we would, I think, uh, continue our discussion with her and uh, and hopefully come up with a good time frame. But we need to prepare for that. I mean, if I can share, uh, it is the mayor's desire that this second half or second part of the forum take place. So uh, as we serve at the courtesy of the mayor, the, the chief of police, the superintendent, well, the superintendent has a contract, but uh, as others, we have to take her lead. And the, the commission has a large role to play in how that rolls out. So I, I, I want to make sure that you have the opportunity to begin to shape what that next forum will look like. Certainly, uh, you'll work with me and the communications director, Jackie Peaks, on uh, creating the structure, uh, establishing the date, and then pushing it out so we can have a, uh, a large attendance and have it be another productive community meeting. I think, yeah, the last forum, uh, they, uh, they started by generating a bunch of questions. Uh, and after, you know, I'm probably many of you, uh, or some of you maybe have, uh, did, uh, were, were in attendance there. But uh, so they had, uh, you know, we had the mayor speak, we had the, the chief of police speak, and then we broke uh, out into about 14 or 15 different rooms. And uh, there was uh, some guidance uh, as to, you know, how the discussion would proceed with the list of questions, basically. And that's where we got the, you know, the various inputs, uh, you know, that we're uh, trying to follow up on uh, in here. So hopefully we can do something like that. I mean, I, I'm, I'd be interested in, in, in working uh, along the, with you, Neil. I don't know if somebody else is also interested uh, from the HRC. Uh, uh, but uh, but at least uh, at least uh, a couple of us uh, will hopefully be part of the planning process. I have a question. Yes, Judy. Um, this is a follow up to the mayor's forum, right? Um, so yes, the mayor. I mean, Jackie did did she didn't she do all the logistical stuff? or yep. somebody else in the mayor's office. Yep. So would it, would it happen again the same way? Um, those, those resources are, again, available to us. But I, I guess I, I want to rem remind you, they lean heavily on the commission as sort of being a part of the, for lack of a better word, sponsor of the event. Yes, the mayor uh, was heavily... Um, wanted right, it to happen, but she leaned on the, the Human Rights Commission audience to bring people in. Yes. yes, it was co-sponsored by the mayor or the mayor's office and the commission. Right. Right. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, the, the city did, did a pretty good job of advertising it. I mean, because there were like about 240 or 250 people uh, in attendance. Yeah, and they did a good job of, of um, the logistics and 
you know, I don't see where we need to take that on. We have no. No, no, I'm no sure they can, they can. They can organize that part of it, right? Right, right. The, the handling the Zoom meeting and the, the breakout rooms and, and things like that. Yeah. And then later, yeah. you know, we're, we're taking the notes and collecting them and stuff like that. So is it up to the HRC to kind of drive the culture and the theme of the forum? Is that the crux of the work? That's a good way of putting it, yeah. yeah. Right. You have that power. Okay. But did that really happen last time? Actually, no. <laughs> uh, last time we didn't have a whole lot of input into it, but uh, this time perhaps we will. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, again, uh, maybe I would probably suggest that we have a more detailed discussion uh, in our next meeting and we'll prepare whatever, a list of things that we would like to have addressed. Uh, Do we have a date? When does the date get set? We haven't chosen that yet. Right. But we have the time frame. We'd like it to be uh, middle of March. So that means you got to you're going to need to do some work come your next meeting to have some significant impact on an event that would take mid take place mid march yeah okay, um, perhaps we can also have a, a, an exchange of emails uh, you know uh, between now and the next meeting to start just flushing out some ideas I thought we're not allowed to do business by email between. Well, this is not. We're not making any decisions. We're just uh, having an informal discussion. the The final discussion will happen in in uh, the next, hopefully, the next uh, HRC meeting, public meeting. Thanks. Sounds good. Okay. Very good. So. Uh, then I think, let me see, I'm trying to uh, go to the next thing on the item agenda. So uh, this, was, uh, this was the new business, if you wish, uh, that the uh, uh, preparation public community forum meeting, we, that's, what, that's what we've been discussing. Yes. And right now we, <laughs> hello? Yes? Okay. Uh, so we're now into public participation, and uh, let me see. Uh, I think, uh, Steve, did you have a, a recommendation that uh, you, you said you might uh, want to bring out uh, in this meeting? Uh, no, I, I had a, an announcement. Oh, okay. And, uh, Sorry. Yeah. It'll, it'll take me a minute to bring it up on my on my computer, but the announcement is that the um, <clears throat> uh, housing method, um, a community group that is interested in um, equitable housing issues in Medford, uh, is has been holding a series of com community. Uh, webinars, I guess, forums at its uh, uh, monthly meetings. And the next one is uh, about uh, eviction. Um, uh, I'm looking to, to, I'm looking for it now. 
what I will do, I can't quite find it, but what I will do is um, make sure that all the commissioners uh, get this. And it's just an announcement of a meeting about uh, someone presenting on uh, housing issues and uh, homelessness and eviction, et cetera, in Massachusetts. And just, just as something, in case you have some free time on your hands, you might want to <laughs> attend the meeting. That's all. Okay. Uh, Thank you. I think I found it. January 21st at 6.30. It's the planned meeting, I believe. Right. And and I I can, yeah, I also found it. I can put the Zoom link if you like, or I can forward that uh, Steve's email to everybody. Thank you. Okay. It's always easier if you forward it. Uh, excuse me? It's, it's always easier for us. If you forward it, yeah, by email. yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll forward the email. That's that's the best uh, way. I'm doing it in a, a minute or two. Uh, you should have it. Um, all right. Is there uh, anything else that anybody wants to bring up? I have a couple things that I want to share. Sort of piggybacking on Steve's announcement about uh, housing Medford. I know the city worked with a consultant to create our housing production plan. In order for that to take place, the um, community development board has to review it and accept it. And the city council has to review it and accept it. Uh, so in the next month, I believe the proposal will be presented. It will be at a, a open meeting. So if you have an interest in, interest in housing issues, um, you might want to pay attention to those committee of the whole and also city council meetings when that housing production plan will be uh, discussed and reviewed. All right. Uh, let me see. And my second piece is a correspondence. Um, I just want to make sure or make the commission aware I've received another um, civil rights complaint. Uh, and they've requested it go to um, the Human Rights Commission. Uh, it is an issue or dispute between two residents. I have not yet completed uh, my investigation and evaluation, but I just want to let you know there is uh, something in the works. There is another complaint that has been received by my office. Okay, uh, okay, great. Uh, so as an aside, I'll mention here, uh, Neil, that the envelope that you mailed me that was sent to the uh, to City Hall, I thought initially that it might have been a complaint of some sort, but what it turned out to be is a solicitation from an unnamed <laughs> group that I participate in their... Uh, uh, how should I say, in the religious activities. <laughs> so, uh, so that was a sort of a wasted effort, I think. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned because they sent one directly to me and I opened it up and I realized it was the same material that they had addressed to other people that just didn't have your home address. If I didn't know what was in there, it would have kind of hit them. <laughs> wouldn't have spent the extra money to have it sent directly to you. So, but uh, yes. 
So, and so the the resource page from Will uh, Will Brownsberger's uh, on the reform shift and build act is being emailed to you right now. Yeah. Won't uh, I won't put a lot of writing in it. Uh, Mir, can I suggest something before you do agend? Yeah. Turn. Um, our next planned meeting is not until February 10th. Where we did not get an agenda, would you consider trying to pull another meeting together before that to take care of business or maybe? Maybe we I shouldn't push the issue. Um, sure. Yeah, we can we can exchange emails as we did last time. See if we can arrange for a meeting uh, between now and the next. Uh, say then between now and the February meeting. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So uh, so uh, so uh, sorry. I. Uh, I'm I'm just finishing. So so what you'd like to do is uh, is discuss what 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 again? Can you repeat what uh, what do you because want? Have, yeah, yes, because we didn't actually reach a quorum today. There was no right. work done. Um, so if people could still meet another Wednesday or some other time where we know we can get a quorum, we could do some work and maybe even do some other planning because. There, there is still quite a bit of work to be done and meeting once a month, I think, um, doesn't always lend itself to getting the work done. <clears throat> okay, yeah, it worked out well last time, I think. Uh, we had everybody participate. Okay, <clears throat> that sounds good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, well, we have uh, really uh, uh, exhausted the items that... <laughs> Uh, that we that was in our agenda, but is there anybody uh, uh, else who wants to bring uh, something else uh, up before we? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. This is Judy. Um, I'm sorry. I'm awfully sorry. I was late. But um, can would somebody be able to summarize for me what's happening on Monday? I assume it's Monday that it's happening. Because I haven't seen any publicity or any um, mention of it anywhere. So I think the the main location that we we are we're, we're trying to push people to Facebook. So uh, the commission has created a page and actually created an, an event for Monday. I um, have been given the license to hold a webinar. I've created the link. Um, uh, I tried to email sort of a test run registration for the link. Um, Shelly and Kelly have been doing a, a tremendous job about planning events for the weekend. And we do have a program set for, for Monday. And we're just right now, between now and Friday, we're going to try and utilize our best efforts to direct mail uh, notices on the city website um, to encourage people to go to the Facebook page to gather information and to also capture a live stream of the event. Um, and for folks who uh, 
aren't comfortable or who don't have a Facebook account, um, a direct email allowing people to register uh, will give them access to. So uh, the pieces are coming together, hasn't been, haven't come together quick enough, but I, I think it's going to be uh, a strong program, different because of COVID and it's uh, online, but there's some added features over the weekend I think will greatly enhance what we can do in the future uh, by keeping this maybe uh, process uh, or using this process, even though we may begin to meet in person in the future. So we're almost there. And actually, I'm going to be spending the next hour doing some of that outreach. Okay, so um, I'm looking at the Facebook page and it just says 1 to 3 p.m. Is that the whole event? Right. Yeah, you at you at the uh, Human Rights Commission newly created page. Yeah. All right. So that's the link to the event itself. So if you click on that, um, or anyone clicks on that, come Monday the live stream will come through that uh, link. Okay. And, and I think what you're saying is that you'll be also sending a Zoom uh, connection uh, out as well, so people can participate either through Zoom or through Facebook. Right? Um, yes. Can you, go ahead. Uh, so if you register through Zoom, you'll see it, but your ability to interact will be next to nothing. Oh. At least on Facebook, while the live stream goes through, people might be able to interact somewhat and we're gonna have to maybe find a moderator or two to manage that. But there's two distinct um, tracks for interactivity. And I think the Zoom piece really limits people's interactivity, uh, but Facebook creates some opportunity. <clears throat> but we'll what, what, what is the Facebook opportunity? Is it um, like through a chat type thing? Yeah, comments, I guess, so you can comment, uh, comment back and forth. Okay. And there wouldn't, be there wouldn't be chat on Zoom? No, because we're using a webinar uh, format, and okay. with webinar formats, the panelists or presenters uh, can be interactive, uh, but the attendees, th there's a way, but it's so complicated, it adds an extra layer of complication to the process. So we if there's extra, um, we can do it through Facebook. And I've even thought about if push came to shove, because I think this nation is really in a in a moment uh, politically, and then people may want to have voice. I could throw together a Zoom meeting just to create that interactivity. If I really got a sense that people need to needed to be heard. Well, how would people get the Zoom link from Facebook? So during the event, because I will have control, I could send out some notification. Uh, I could instantly create the Zoom meeting, which is different from the webinar, and say I'm going to open it up in five minutes. For those folks that need to chat and talk, go here. Okay. So I've, I've, been, I've heard references to other events. Is this the only event, 1 to 3 p.m.? No, Shelly, you want to quickly see if you can quickly summarize 
Yeah, so um, I think the hope is to run the history hunt, the scavenger hunt over the weekend, um, although that was really sort of Kelly's purview. And I think um, some of the interfaith clergy and the Boy Scouts are helping out with that work. Um, we're also wanting to offer the opportunity to watch We Cried Power 2020 over the weekend. It is about 45 minutes and so much too long for the program itself. Um, but come Monday, David will offer a discussion of We Cried Power 2020 and as it relates to the original discussion in 1968. Um, and we have a clip prepared with original footage. Um, so those will, that will, you know, his discussion should tie the two links together. Um, there's the panel, Terry. When, will when, wait, when is that happening? Is Monday. That, Monday, one to three. Oh, part of this one to three? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> and Judy, you missed you missed the fact I mean, that that uh, Kelly unfortunately couldn't be with us today. Her grandmother passed away, and she is also. Oh my God. She is also not feeling well. So sorry. Yeah, she she wasn't here to to participate. That's Kelly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's oh. sad. Okay, so, um, and you said there'll be a facilitated discussion by David Harris, if I remember. Crystal Chandler is going to emcee the event, so. Very nice. Okay, I'm still a little confused, but if anybody asks me, I'll just say, go on to Facebook at one o'clock, or Here's the link. You you will you will have sent us a link by that time, right? Yes. Tell them to search for the Human Rights Commission uh, Facebook page. Okay, and hopefully, hopefully, the city will also Wait, put I didn't in, get that. in 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 in, uh, in uh, publicizing that uh, this event within the next hour. I just got an email from Jackie about uh, a release, so I just want to uh, review that, send it back to her, so that should go out tonight. So. It's all beginning right away. And I'll be putting together a sort of an, an agenda that can be posted so folks know what to expect for the weekend in those two hours. Okay, great. Uh, anything else? No, I'm looking forward to it. Very good. Yeah, same here. So that's so what what is it? What it there's a film and it's going to be shown or it's not going to be shown. On Monday, a clip only, a short 13-minute clip will be shown. Uh, during okay. the weekend, people will have the option to view the longer documentary if they want to. And what is it? We Cried Power. Um, it comments on the, poor, the discussion of the Poor People's Campaign from 1968. I know. And, and, and I think I've seen it. Yeah, because we're hoping people will go to the Facebook page early and the link will be there. And I'm trying to push out direct email that will include the link to uh, the We Crowd Power documentary. So folks will be able to just sort of uh, click on it, watch the documentary, and at the same time, register if they want to watch through Zoom. I know, a lot of moving pieces, but we're all going to make them fit. Yeah. Steve, please. I just want to really appreciate the folks who have put in the time under these extraordinarily difficult circumstances to pull this together. Um, I was very involved in previous years and uh, entirely missing an action this time. 
And I'm just incredibly impressed that you all have done the job you've done. And uh, I just hope uh, the other commissioners recognize that and will do what they can to publicize the event and uh, make sure that folks uh, attend the, the various things. Thank you very much. Uh, the, the, a lot of the thank you goes to Shelly and Kelly. They they carried the they carried a yeah, yeah. they asked you to carry because they knew I couldn't do it by myself. Very yeah. much appreciated. Indeed, indeed, very much. And uh, okay, uh, so if there's nothing else, we can end early today and entertain a motion to adjourn. Uh, before the motion to adjourn, yes. Uh, the president was impeached for the second time today. The yeah. <laughs> uh, first time in history a president has been impeached twice. Well, what a time we're living in. <laughs> let's see if he's convicted. That's yes, let's hope that will happen too. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>